to another episode on Roscast. Today's topic is um, a recorded message which I was opportune to share in um, the church I served in Sudan. So um, I'm grateful to God for the opportunity. And just like I said in the preamble in the part of Akon, there are messages in this format and with time I'm going to share them on this platform. So I hope it blesses you and as it does, please can share it to other people. Um, anyway, um, here it is. And no song, no nothing. Please, you're just going to eat. Okay, before I even share this, it was from my heart. I was like, okay, what am I going to share? What am I going to talk about? Honestly, I have not really, I didn't really prepare any specific topic for this podcast. And it just kept coming to my heart to share this particular one. So with time, the other ones that I have will be shared um, as God is to my heart. So I really do believe it's going to bless you. And yeah, finish writing. Praise the Lord. First, I would like to thank the leadership of the church for giving me this opportunity. I don't take it for granted. And uh, I really, really, I feel humbled. Praise the Lord. One thing I, I, I've learned is that God knows how to humble us. Praise the Lord. Sometimes you think you deserve something, but God will not give you that thing. Praise God. Because you don't have a proper understanding of what you are looking for. God will give you where you want, where he knows you are ready for it. Praise God. Today our message is, what do you have? When I was told I was going to share today, I was asking God, what topic can I share? And so many things, so many ideas were in my mind, but this was the topic that struck the most. And in today's uh, message, I hope that you pick one specific thing that will help your life. Praise the Lord. God has given all of us something. Praise the Lord. There is nobody that God made if not give something to. Some people feel they don't have talent. Some people feel they don't have charisma. Charisma means to be bold. Some people feel they don't know how to attract crowd. Some people feel there's something they don't have. They just feel they are just there. But this morning I want to tell you that when God made you, He gave you something. And that thing He gave you, He gave you something to work with. Praise the Lord. The thing that God gave you is something He gave to you. It's like your tool. Just like a farmer has a hoe, just like as a doctor has a stethoscope and other things. You have something you need to work with. Let's open to the book of First Kings, chapter 1, from verse 8 to 16. I might, be, I'm not, I might not necessarily read out all the verses. Because some of the stories are stories we already know. In First Kings chapter eight, sorry, First Kings chapter one, from verse eight to sixteen. Am I right? Wait, sorry. I think I'm not Thank you very much. 
And when he came to this woman's house, he told her that oh, the woman was preparing to make the last meal that she had, bread and oil, and flour and oil. You know, back in Nigeria, bread is not a big thing. Basically, bread is not a big problem. It's not anything. But since I came to Sudan, I began to understand Bible passages that I did not get. I began to understand the importance of bread. And I do think that if you've lived here for a long time, there's no way you now appreciate bread. Praise God. I really tell people that even the age, I prefer it to the other bread. Praise the Lord. And the woman, she just had um, the flour and the oil. She was going to mix it. She was going to make it, eat it, and that's all. And then the prophet came and told her, make for me, I won't eat it. Praise the Lord. And the woman, the woman made the food. And the food did not finish. Now, what I want to speak from that place is that the woman had something. She did have something that a miracle was made upon. Praise the Lord. That's what differentiates a miracle from magic. For a miracle to happen, there has to be something. Praise the Lord. God does not work on an empty environment. He works with something. No matter how small that thing is. Another story we are going to look at is in that same second Kings. Chapter 4, from verse 1 to 7. In this story, we talk about a woman. She was a wife of one of the sons of the prophets. Now, the funny thing about this story is that the man was owing money till he died. I don't want to talk about how he would be a son of a prophet and be owing money when he had Elisha. Praise God. But this woman knew that there was Elisha and she could go to Elisha and Elisha would eat, solve that problem. And when she went to Elisha and told him that see you, they will still take, they will still take my children, help me. He didn't ask her any question, he didn't probe her. The first thing he asked her, what do you have? Praise the Lord. And she told him, I have oil and some food and some pots. And he told her, go and borrow more vessels. Keep pouring the oil until it's enough to pay. Now the woman had something in her house, and that thing was oil and a vessel. For God to work in your life, there must be something you are presenting to Him. Praise the Lord. Now we can also turn to this uh, message as identifying your purpose. Like I said, when God made all of us, he gave us something. And that thing that God has given you is your purpose. It is the reason why you are not. When God gave you that thing, there's a purpose attached to that thing. There's a purpose attached to every one of our lives. There's a purpose attached to everybody created. And we can only find this purpose in Jesus. But the thing is that a lot of us, we don't know what our purpose is. We think our purpose is to go to school, after you finish going to school, you marry, you have children. If there's no marriage, you stay like that. Maybe you make money. But there is a purpose attached to everyone. And I don't know if some of us have understood our purpose. Some people may ask, what is my purpose? How can I know my purpose? Today, I'll just share some few things that may encourage you and show you what your purpose may be. One, what do you find is at? What are the things you realize that is easy for you to do? You, for every other person it may be hard, but for you, you find it easy. You should give attention to that thing. Second, do you express extra grace and strength? Do you, do you notice that whenever you are very tired, you still, you still find an extra grace to do it? You should give attention to that thing. Do you realize you have inspiration overflow? Your inspiration for that particular thing does not go up. If your, your ministry is to preach, you never run dry of a message to preach. Praise God. If your, your, your ministry is to teach, you don't run dry of what to teach. If your ministry is music, you never run dry of music. Praise God. The inspiration is always there. And most importantly, do you experience a deep sense of fulfillment and contentment? 
Do you realize that when you do this thing, you feel a sense of fulfillment? I have done something. I am very satisfied. I am contented. Take one. Take notice of this point. That may be your purpose. Praise God. Now, another important thing for you to know is that God did not give any all of us the same purpose. Praise the Lord. God gave all of us different purpose. And the, the, the interesting thing is that for some of us, our projects will not be big. Praise the Lord. You may be dreaming for a big platform, but God will not give it to you. God is only going to give you is that small place. That is your project. Praise the Lord. And I want you to know that if God has given you a small project, be happy and be content in that place. Why? Because God knows that is where you will be effective. Don't feel jealous. Don't feel sad that you don't have the big platform. Focus on that thing. Focus on that place. And God will bless you there. Praise God. To back up that place, we are going to look at um, Matthew 25 from verse 14 to 18. It's a very popular place. And in that passage, we talk about talents. It's a very popular place. And we all know this story. It's about talents. Matthew 25 from verse 14 to 18. Now, I remember when I was growing up, I, I used to be that stony and I used to feel unhappy. I used to feel like, God, why will you give one of these talents? Why will you give him one talent? Why will you give the other one five? It's not fair. It took me a very long time to really realize why that master gave the servant to give one talent. If we read that verse well, we will see that he gave them according to their ability. Praise God. So that means that the master had been observing the servants. When he loved him, he observed the one that is diligent. He observed that he lazy. And he did not want to stress that lazy one. He just gave him one. Praise God. So when I came to that business, I saw that he was. It's me, that the master is not wicked. He knows what to do. So he gave one big. But does it mean that the master did not expect anything from He expected something from everyone. He gave that one one. But even though he gave him one, he expected something from that one. Praise God. So if God gives you small projects, be happy about it. Praise God. And then if God gives you a big project, do not run away. Praise the Lord. It's amazing that God sometimes gives the big projects, people that be unqualified. Sometimes we feel we are qualified. I'm qualified to be the pastor. And I'm qualified to, I know, you know, it's, it's, I know the word of God when I'm <laughs> Praise the Lord. The amount of time you have spent studying the word of God, if anybody just asks you, you can share the word of God. But God is not giving you anything. Praise God. And the other person that you think is not qualified, God's sight, He choose that person. If you are that person and you are feeling unqualified, I want you to know that God knows why and He knows you are effective for that place. Praise God. God already gave you the platform, the capacity, and that is why He put you here. We can see um, that story in Judges chapter 6, verse 12. It tells us about Gideon. The, 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 the Israelite has suffered to the point that he was threshing and um, uh, wheat when they are grinding um, wine. Imagine taking wheat when they are grinding wine just to hide it from the Moabites. And then the nature of the Lord appeared to him and told him, Give your Almighty man of God. He said, How can you call me that? In the kind of, in the whole, in my tribe, our family is the least, and me, I am the nobody knows me. But the angel insisted you are a mighty man of valor. And by the time Gideon accepted that, we can see the mighty thing that he can't do. Now, it's not for you to know that. Regardless of where God puts you, the big or the small, it is still God that is doing his work. Praise the Lord. And God has given you that capacity. What do you have? 
It's not about for you to know that quantity. God is not interested in quantity. God is not interested in how many things that you are doing. God is not interested just in how you are running up and down. I did this. I came for overnight. I came for all the service. It's good. But what God is interested in is quality. Praise the Lord. So in understanding your purpose, you need to know that the quality of your service is more important to God than the quantity of service. So whether you get a big portion or whether you get a small portion, do God's work well. Praise God. I mean, I would like on this note to, to, to talk about my choir. I really appreciate the fact that we are not professional, we are not the best. Sometimes when we sing here, we hear the tune going here, the tune going there. And thank God for this church. I thank God for this service. People don't care. You guys are interested in worshiping God. But you know, it's beautiful that it's not a matter of whether you can sing, it's a matter of I want to serve. Amen. How well do you serve? Where does where God puts you? How are you serving God? Like I said, it is easy for somebody that has a small portion to be jealous of someone that has a big portion. And then when you are jealous of a person that has a big portion, it distracts you from what God has asked you to do. God is looking for quality. God wants you to do whatever you are doing. Do it with the whole of your heart. Sometimes you are doing things for God, like I said, you may be active in church, you are serving, nobody is even telling you thank you. Nobody is telling you, oh brother, you did well. You come here, you suffer, you kill everywhere, nobody even cares. I want to tell you that when you when your first motive is I'm serving God, human being come last. Praise God. So when that, somebody tells you from that well done, thank you for serving us today. Because your motive, I want to serve God, you are not worried about that. It is true that all of us want to be recognized for what we are doing. There is nobody that does not want to be told thank you. I like thank you too. If somebody come and tell, oh, I love your administration today, bless me, it's a great place to be. Praise God. But when it does not come, are you going to be angry? It's important for you to know that to every purpose that God has given you, there is a promise. So if you don't know your purpose, you cannot experience the promise God has attached to that purpose. Praise God. God has already given you a purpose, but if you don't identify it, the promise attached to that purpose cannot be manifest in your life. So that means you need to know the purpose. You need to know it. In Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, let's open that verse. Verse. Verse 10. It says, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shown towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the state and do minister. So don't think that God is forgetting. God does not forget. God is watching. Just like the parable of talents. The master had been watching his servants. He knew what he was doing. And when he wanted to give more portion, he gave five to one that is called agents. God is watching. But God is interested in your motive. God is interested in quality. As you are serving God, serve God with the whole of your heart. And in that service, understand what your purpose is. I want to make it clear here that. If your ministry, your purpose is to sing and you are leaving that music to do another thing, you are not in that place you should be. Praise the Lord. You may be working, you may be doing everything, but if you are not where God wants you to be, you may be wasting your time. To you, you are working, you are serving God, but you are not in that place God wants you to be. And you are able to think like, God, I'm serving you. God, I'm doing this. God, I'm doing that. But you are not where God wants you to be. 
distracted. Very distracted. And the reason why you know there's distraction because you know you have a purpose. The person does not know you had a purpose. You cannot know when what actually is distraction because his life is distracted. He's here, he's there, she's there, she's there. There's no goal. God does not do anything without intention. God is very intentional. When God made you, he attached a purpose to your life. And that purpose is for you to achieve a goal. So if you are living your life and your life does not have a goal, your life does not have a direction, you need to pause. This is not the life God wants you to have. This is not God's plan. God does not create any of us. Especially as children of God, God does not create any of us without a purpose. You need to settle down and ask God, God, what's my purpose? I need to find it. Purpose shapes your life. When you know the purpose for your life, it will direct you on the kind of friends you can encourage. And one person is very big on, uh, on relationship friendship. And I remember talking to Mama Jane, and she was encouraging me. I took her encouragement. But I know one thing, when you know yourself, you know, some of us don't have any problem, we can relate with many people, they don't affect us, depending on the level of relationship. But sometimes, when you know your purpose, you know that there are some people that may not have to be in your cycle because they are distraction. You cannot know this if you don't know your purpose. Purpose can come, distraction can come in me. Another important thing I want to say here is that your purpose may be attached to your job, it may be attached to your schooling, it may be attached to marriage, it may be attached to anything. But you need to know it. It may not be attached to that. It's possible that God wants you to go to education because He's bringing you to that place. Education might just be a pathway, but it may not be what you do. There are people that have finished medical school and they became missionaries. No further. Education. There are some family friends I know like that. They are missionaries. They do not work in any big place, they work in the village. And nobody knows them. You're supposed to be a teacher, but why God made you a teacher in that school? Maybe more than just teaching the children chemistry or English or maths. They need something more, and why God put you there? Now, sometimes we are all waiting for big. Oh, okay, until maybe I will wait until I go to a big church. When there are many people, maybe I will bless more people when I am here. If you are not able to walk with the Spirit of God has given you, don't expect a big Praise the Lord. If you are in a small environment and you cannot avail yourself to walk in that small environment, thinking about it, don't even worry yourself. God will not give it to you. Don't, don't, don't do pray. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you. God is not going to waste his investments. If you cannot tell God that you are serious about him in a small environment, forget about Just don't worry yourself. You know, when I came in the morning, I came late for the message for the Bible study, but I had those and Pastor Lee was saying, and I was conscious and I was like, God, thank you. He was saying, even if there are two or three people, we will share the word. And I do think that is the spirit. Praise God. So wherever you go, find yourself in a place that you can serve the Lord. Praise God. Now my main point, I don't like to talk so much, that I do believe we are getting the main things. Our main point today, if you are not going to give you anything, leave this point. You have something to offer. Quality is most important to God. Contentment and focus, focus will help you in your journey. And you have to be grateful. Praise God. You know, God is very kind. I remember there were many times in my life I was just like, God, in my mind, I felt that I deserved this, I deserved this, but God, God is, God don't have just humility. Because when He gave you that thing, by the time you finish, 
to share this um, message with you um, it's a message that has really blessed my life one that I get to reflect back on and listening to it also has really blessed my life and I'm really thankful to God for the opportunity to share this with you and I'm really I really believe it's going to it's going to it has blessed you um, what is going to I, mean, I believe it has blessed you Secondly, the unique thing about this message was that when I, you know, share this message, the next preacher who preached preached the exact topic. And mind you, I she was not told because this this message was a message that was, you know, inspired in my heart. The leaders of the church did not give me a topic. They, they gave me the opportunity to share as God had led me. And then the next preacher who happened to be a respected person, um, she wasn't around when the message was preached and nobody briefed her on the message. And she came and preached the topic again. It was a very um, it was a very unique experience for me and for the members of the church to see that God really wanted us to understand this topic. And then the other very interesting part was that the parts that I was unable to recall while I was preaching, uh, after the message, I was like, wow, there's some th- there were some things I wanted to touch. It happened to be that when this woman of God came to preach, she expatiated on the things that I did not touch. And she spoke more on those things and uh, the, the, the scenarios that I had wanted to share that I had forgotten to share, she shared on them and she used the same topic so to me it was it really really um solidified you know the presence of god it really solidified the message to my heart and also showed me that god was really speaking god really was interested in that topic and as i listened to this topic again um it has really a great reminder for me because one of the things i've learned is that even as god uses you God, God uses us to share his word. We are bound to often forget those words. We are bound to often get distracted. So it's good to always go back. Remind yourself. Remind yourself of what God has said and remain on that path. And that's why if you can't record great, if you can't write down right, always create an, an avenue for you to remember what God has said. You know? always create an avenue to remember what God has said. So I'm so grateful to God for the opportunity to share this podcast with you. And yes, I think I have just one more unique podcast in this format that was um, recorded while I was in Sudan. So um, with time, as God leads, I get to share that that, um, recorded message as well. And with that, I want to say hooray, I'm so grateful I have gotten a topic that is so really relevant to my current state. And as I meditate and trust God for that topic, it will be shared here soon. So I'm with that, thank you for being here on Rosecast, thank you for joining me here. I'm so grateful and I'm thankful. I think I've said this too many times. Please, that's what is coming to my heart to share with you. So I accept my words. Um, just to say this, you know, when you talk about the things about, and when we talk about um, purpose, it's a very vast topic and it's actually something that no matter how much you talk about it, you need to always go back and review and trust God to expand your thought on it. So this book about. Um, this book by requiring titled um, purpose driven life is a really it's a book that, that that was very instrumental in shaping my understanding of purpose and um, there are some other books I have read but I didn't memorize their, their titles 
another book by Mike Monroe um, about um, understanding your just check it, any book on purpose by Miles Monroe. There's a book he wrote that really shaped my understanding and also solidified my understanding on purpose. Um, we like to solidify, but gave me a better premise on purpose. Um, honestly, I'm still developing my understanding on purpose now and I'm still trusting God to help me to work in His purpose and continue in it. And um, so, read your Bible. The Bible holds more, more answers. However, these other um, books and um, would also help. And also search for messages by seasoned men and women of God. Um, that would also help. I remember one of the messages by Catherine Kuhlman, you know, on um, serving God. I can't remember the exact topic as well, but it also helped my heart. And as God is helping me, I'm learning to still review my intentions and trust him to help me in what he has given me to do and so this happened to be another extra note but this is where i stopped today so until next time on rosecast stay safe and god bless and don't forget you can always send me a message please do if you need to so thank you and bye bye